Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of BBP News and obviously another episode of I on the Ball. We're back for another Tuesday show, and I am so excited for this one. It's going to run pretty much like last week's did. We've got some baseball to get into. We're going to jump across the pond over to England to look at the manager situation for the clubs that I talked about last time because there are some updates to give there, some very important updates. So we'll continue to look at what's going on there. Next week, I'm probably going to change it up a little bit. This time around, we're pretty much just going to look at last week's game, talk about the uh, the games from last week, excuse me, the games that I predicted last week and um, you know the results there, how well I did my predictions and then for this week's predictions we'll go over those my thoughts on that uh and since i actually am recording this on tuesday this is coming out a bit later than usual but i'm recording this tuesday morning so i can actually take a look at how these series are going so far to see if my predictions have any hope already as it stands so this is going to be a lot of fun i'm excited for this Next week, I'm going to try and do something a little different. We'll probably still go into baseball and stuff like that because that is a large part of what's going on right now, but we might take a little bit of a deeper dive into specific players and some numbers into you know early into the season here, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll look at that more next week, and you know, I'm not going to predict the NBA playoffs at all here. You really wouldn't want that. Anyone who follows the NBA, you wouldn't want me to try and predict that. I honestly... To be honest with you guys, I I have no no idea what's going on in the NBA. I am not an NBA guy. I've never been, you know, I've tried to get into it a couple of times over the years, but I've never been able to do it very well. So I'm not going to give predictions for that at this time. Maybe if I can find a way into it next season, uh, I will get into that. But for now, we're just going to stay away from that because I would have no clue what to predict there. Absolutely zero. But let's get into it here let's get into the games from this past week look at my predictions and see how i did we start out with the series between the braves and the cardinals and i said that the braves would take this one two to one the cardinals pitching just never really looked anything special to me i never rated it from the beginning of the season mind you we just started the season a little over a week ago so take everything i say with a grain of salt so far but At this point, the pitching for the Cardinals has not looked great a week and a half into the season, and heading into this series from the opening series the weekend before, I just wasn't expecting much. The Braves looked really, really good, and they actually outperformed what I thought they would. They ended up sweeping the Cardinals in this one pretty easily, to be honest with you. It wasn't all that close, and so technically, I got the series win factor of it all correct, but the sweep, I did not predict. I did not predict. Um, I did predict a sweep, and it was of the Cardinals, but wrong team. Wrong team, but we'll get to that in a minute. So let's move forward here to the D-backs against the Padres, and I thought this was actually a three-game set, but from what I could see, and I looked a few times just to be sure to make sure I wasn't screwing it up, this was only a two-game series between the two teams, and it finished out one-to-one, I believe, if I remember correctly. I didn't write this down. I didn't write this number down. I just wrote the actual result down for this, but I believe I said that the Padres would take that two games to one, so I guess we'll never know because there was never a third game. My bad, Uh, but overall, a solid series from the two. Both teams have been heating up a little bit. At the end of this, 
at the end of these uh, at the end of these predictions and the look back, we'll take a look at the standings, see where we are after a week and a half. But uh, those two games, not much to go on there. So I'll move right along. Next, we have the Angels versus the Mariners, and I had predicted a two to one series win for the Angels in this one, and that's exactly what happened. Two to one series win for them. The Angels have been starting out really well. It kind of reminds me of last season, so I'm kind of nervous i'm not going to lie to you guys i'm a little nervous to see what happens here and what they do moving forward but it it could go well for them who knows you know there's still plenty of opportunities for the season to go well for the angels this time around we just all know what they usually do we know what they're typically up to and that they usually crash so i'm waiting for that to happen not going to lie to you guys but i would be so excited to see them back in the playoffs where they belong where players like Mike Trout and Shohei Otani belong. And you know what? If the Angels can get to the playoffs this year, if they actually can hold it together and get the pieces that they need in the summer and you know continue to hold this staff together until the playoffs, they might have a shot at getting Otani back next year. It's a slim chance, but it's a chance. But I did get this prediction correct, so... Gold star to me. <laughs> now we have the Marlins and the Mets. I said this would be a two to two series tie, a nice weekend tie for these two clubs, a strength test for the Mets in this one, as we're still waiting to see exactly what they're going to do. On paper, the Mets look fantastic, but as I said last week, they keep getting hurt. Major players and major pieces of this team continue to get hurt. Brandon Nimmo got injured before the season started. Obviously, you've had Justin Verlander get injured. You had uh, Edwin Diaz out for the season. So these injuries keep coming. And so it's a continuous strength test for this team to see exactly what they can do. The Marlins, again, they're not a star-studded team, but I I went with a 2-2 tie. How did I do? Well, I missed out on this one a little bit. Actually, I could have gotten this one right, but we'll never know. We'll never know because the first game of the series was rained out, and so they didn't end up playing for this weekend, this past weekend. They ended up finishing out two games to one in favor of the Mets. We didn't get that fourth game, so who knows? I might have gotten this one correct if they had played that fourth game, so I declare this one undetermined. Next, we have the Brewers against the Cardinals, and this was my sweep prediction from last week. This was a three-game set. I thought the Brewers would take all three. And with the way that they were playing this week, this past week, and it absolutely looked plausible. They were absolutely torching. I I can't remember what team it was. I do apologize. I don't remember what team it was to start out the week, but they were absolutely torching them to start out with. And so it looked like they were coming into this series stronger than ever. And with the absolute capability, I think it was the Mets. I think it was the Mets that the Brewers were playing in the first half of the week. And so they were coming into this playing very, very well. And I thought they may have had a chance to sweep this. And granted, they came close. They came close. But in the second game of the series, they kind of fell apart a little bit, got shut out 6-0 with Jordan Montgomery pitching his heart out. But they did win the other two games. Quite strong victories also. Great pitching from the Brewers in the two other games. And they ended up taking the series two to one. No sweep, though. I got it wrong. I did get this one wrong. Still a series win. 
Good job, Brewers. The Cardinals having a rough start to the season, which I'll get into after my predictions for this week. But we round out last week's predictions with the D-backs versus the Dodgers, and this went the opposite way of what I was expecting. I, I said that the Dodgers would take this one 3-1. to one. In the opening series of the season, we saw these two, these two teams going back and forth. Uh, the Dodgers blew out the D-backs in the first game only for the D-backs to come back, win the second game 2-1, to one, and that's how the pattern went. Blowout, close Diamondbacks win. Blowout, close Diamondbacks win. So going into the second time around for these two clubs, I thought, well, the Dodgers seem to be showing a little bit more. They seem to be proving a little bit more. So I thought a 3-1 to one series win would have been a fair call. Nope, 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 nope. The D-backs absolutely made me shove my words down my throat and actually kind of destroyed the Dodgers a little bit. The offense has really been waking up for the Diamondbacks to start this season. After that first series, they've been kind of phenomenal. Their pitching's been a little suspect still, which I think that'll continue throughout the season. But this offense is really starting to turn into what we expected it to be. And what I at least predicted it would turn into as we actually started to dive deeper into this season. And I think it's only going to get better from here. If they can pick up a couple of more pitchers, if they can pick up a solid relief pitcher in the summer, as well as even a half decent starter, this team could be a wild card contender. They really could be. And it'll be fascinating. I'm excited to see what is in store for the D-backs in 2023 and probably more so in 2024. But those are my predictions from last week. I think I did okay. I definitely could have done better. I definitely got some of the series wins correct. I got a couple exact predictions correct. But overall, could have gotten a few better there. That last one kind of hurts a little bit. That last one, you know, was, was a pretty rough one. Literally the opposite of what I predicted to happen in that one. But now we move into this week. Now we move into this week and... I've got some interesting predictions. And again, for the first half, for the first three, because I go uh, three for the first half, if you couldn't tell, and then three for the second half of the week. I already have a little bit of a look as to how these predictions might go for the first half of the week since I am recording this on Tuesday. So let's jump right in, see what I have going on, see what my predictions are doing to start out and what they could look like in the second half of the week. So we start out with the Yankees versus the Guardians. We could obviously see this matchup in the playoffs so I thought it was a very important one to throw in here a very good one to look at and you know I see this going in the Yankees favor they lost the first game it was a close one three to two but honestly this was the game I expected the Yankees to lose Domingo Herman was going for the Yanks and going up against Shane Bieber that is a tough matchup and all throughout spring and in his first couple starts of the season Herman has not looked up to you know has not looked up to it has not looked up to snuff that that's the phrase I was going to say before I changed it but we're going to use it anyway he's not looked up to snuff with all of it and he permitted five walks in three plus innings five walks on zero strikeouts he was lucky to only give up two runs in those three innings and it ended up not being enough and it ended up being too damaging as the rest of the staff only gave up one run after that, but the offense couldn't get enough going against Bieber and that bullpen to make it count. You know, they couldn't come back. They couldn't get back into it. They wasted a bunch of chances to score some runs 
And so they ended up falling in that first game, 3-2. But that's the one I expected them to drop. Tonight, we have Garrett Cole pitching, and he's been amazing to start out the season. So that'll be a good one to watch for sure. And then the game tomorrow is the toss-up for me in whether the Yankees win that series with Clark Schmidt on the mound. He seems to go back and forth. One game good, one game bad. If he follows that trend, this one is going to be a pretty good one, as the last start was pretty shaky. But we'll have to see what happens there. I'm still going for a 2-1 series victory for the Yankees. Next, we have the Padres versus the Mets. And this was my first sweep prediction of the week. And it turned out to quickly implode right into my face. The Padres seem to be coming into this one on a bit better footing. They seem to be playing a little bit better. They were on a three-game winning streak. The Mets kind of struggled last week against the Brewers and then only took two out of the three and could have you know, lost the, the fourth if they had played it against the Marlins. So this one was a, a, a bold prediction. It was a bold prediction on my part, but I thought the Padres might have been able to take a sweep in this one. Unfortunately, I was very much wrong, as in the first game of the series, the, Pod, or the Mets just had to kind of shut the Padres down and have an easy victory. And so quickly, that prediction falls short. Ouch. I'm going for a two to one series victory for the Padres, though. I say they come back in these next two games and take them pretty, pretty easily, to be honest with you. They've got some good pitching coming up, so it should be good. Next, we have the White Sox versus the Twins, and the White Sox have not looked good. Specifically, their pitching. Their pitching has looked quite mediocre is the word I'll use. It's looked very mediocre so far. I have not been impressed. Giolito has not been good, and it makes you wonder if he really does just kind of need the sticky stuff to pitch well. You would like to think that he can recover and get back to his old ways, but I don't know. That spider tack might have been helping him more than we initially thought. So... It, it was a rough time trying to predict this one because I still think the White Sox are good. I, th- I still think they have potential to finish in first this year if the cards play themselves outright. But I had to go for a two to one series victory for the Twins home stand. You know, it's a home series for them. But the White Sox did take the first game, which I kind of expected. Dylan Cease is still solid. He is still pitching very, very well. Easily the ace of that staff. But the next two games are going to be rough. You have Lance Lynn, and then um, I, I don't even remember who goes in the third game for them at this point. But it'll be it'll be a rough one to watch. I think it, it could definitely be. I think it's Michael Kopech that goes in that third game for the White Sox. So it's going to be a rough one to watch. I think because the Twins pitching is pretty solid overall. They're a little shaky at times, still not exactly where you want them to be, but overall, it's a good club. It's a good staff overall. I'm still going with a 2-1 to series victory for the Twins. Now, we get into the second half of the week, and this is where you get into the ones that I have no outlook for yet, and I have my second sweep, and this one might be dumb. This one might be my worst prediction yet. But I had the Blue Jays sweeping the Rays. Why in the world would I predict this? Why in the world would I think that this is a good idea? Well, because anything can happen in baseball. The Rays are off to the best start you could be right now. They have a 10-game winning streak to start the season. Why am I predicting them to be swept by the Blue Jays? Well, 
They haven't faced an AL East opponent yet. They haven't faced anyone from the AL East yet. And this AL East is stacked. It is absolutely stacked no matter where you look. And the Blue Jays are no exception. In fact, they're going to be fighting for first this season. I, I'm sure of that. And so I think when they do come back to face an AL East opponent, they could absolutely slip up. And their winning streak could be Boom, out the door, gone. Of course, to keep that winning streak, they would have to sweep the series that they're playing in right now. But they are having such a strong start to the season. They have to cool off at some point, and I predict it'll be against the Blue Jays. Sweep, my second sweep prediction of the week. We'll see what happens. This could be an absolutely idiotic, idiotic prediction on my part. But then we have the Angels versus the Red Sox, and I'm going to predict the Angels to continue doing well. I think the Red Sox could take a game in this series, so I'm going with a 2-1 to one series victory for the Angels in this one. But, 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 they've been playing very well to start out so far. They've been very energetic. They've been scoring runs. Their pitching has been holding it together fairly well, actually. And so I think they could take this one. The Red Sox are still trying to shut down a lot of those question marks and they've sustained some injuries already. Duvall is injured now, which is a huge blow for them since he had such an electric start to the season. An amazing start. I'll have to get the numbers for next episode because it is worth looking at. Adam Duvall was just on fire to start the season, but he's now out with an injury. And so I think the Angels will be fine in this one, two to one. And then to round it out, I have the Astros up against the Rangers. And the Astros have been struggling so far to start this season. They have not looked like what we expected them to be. You know, they lost a couple of pieces, yes, but I think we all expected them to just kind of go back to doing what the Astros typically do and they just haven't done that yet not that they've been awful because they haven't been they've still been playing fairly decently they're still in that fight and obviously again we're only a week and a half into the season so everything i say you can take with a grain of salt but they have not looked like the astros we've come to know and i think the rangers are kind of on a high they're not perfect at this point they're they haven't started out perfect but they're playing very well and a lot of these pieces that they picked up are huge for this team and starting out huge for this team and so i'm predicting a series victory for the rangers at home a little you know al west and a little texas matchup and i think that the rangers are going to take this one two to one I said I was going to look at the standings for the teams right now a week and a half in. I'm actually going to save that since I am a little low on time, but we will get into that next week when I do a bit of a deeper dive on where everything stands. Uh, The standings are looking very interesting at the moment. Of course, the Rays and the AL East are in first because, well, they have a 10-0 start. Uh, Crazy. And I predicted them, I think, to take what last? Fourth? Somewhere in there. I I don't know how well that's going to hold up. That could be absolutely scary by the end of the season. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look back at it. I'm scared. But anyway, let's move across the pond. Let's jump over to the English Premier League once again, because there are some updates to the manager situations at the three clubs I talked about last week at Chelsea FC, Leicester City, and Tottenham Hotspur that are worth mentioning. So let's start with Tottenham's first, actually, because they're the quickest to mention. And that is that Christian Stellini and Ryan Mason are heading the club 
while they look for a new manager. Chances are they will be in charge until the end of the season, which is only about one to two months away now. So it does make sense that they are just kind of holding out, taking their time, trying to appoint the best manager possible. So right now, again, they have Christian Stellini and Ryan Mason. Ryan Mason did actually take charge of the club for a little bit after I believe they got rid of Jose Mourinho is when they brought Mason in. And so that'll be that'll be good for him to continue uh, kind of just getting his experience out there. Who knows? He's still a very, very young manager. You know, at this point, he's been assistant coach and he's had a few different roles in the team. But if he does decide to pursue management, I mean, he's starting out so young. He had his playing career ended very, very early around 25, I do believe, and he's still not even 30. So if he can, you know, actually get somewhere and actually open some eyes, if he wants to pursue management, this might be a perfect opportunity for him to show what he can do and find a place maybe with a championship team or so. Who knows? Who knows? But right now, he will be taking charge of the club alongside Stellini, and we'll see what happens to Tottenham for the rest of the season. Will they get Champions League? Probably not. Their best bet at this point, I would say, is to fight for Europa League. And it's questionable whether they'll even get that at this point. Uh, But we'll have to see. We'll have to see. They're still a good team. They're still a good team with plenty of good players. So even the players could probably just manage them, not manage themselves. You definitely don't want that to happen necessarily. But with so much star power on that team, they can probably coast their way into the Europa League. Next, Leicester City. And they have appointed Dean Smith for the interim position. He will only be there a few months, most likely, most likely because Dean Smith isn't the type of manager that you really want in long term as he's kind of showed. He's not a manager that's really going to take you to the next level. I mean, he did pretty well with Aston Villa for a little while before absolutely falling apart. So how far he can actually go with this team, I don't know. Lester, I think, will be lucky to escape relegation this season. They've just been so poor, so poor. It's been absolutely scary to watch, actually. And so, you know, we'll have to see. They still aren't out of it. They're not out of it yet. There's still a chance that they could come back and regain some energy, go on a good run of form and stay up. But they're going to be lucky to escape relegation at this point. And finally, we go over to Chelsea FC, where Frank Lampard, legend of the club, absolute legend of the club, and former manager as well, is taking over in the caretaker role. Now, this means that he will likely only be there for a couple of months, and this gives the Chelsea board and the Chelsea owners time to really scout out the manager that they want. Do they want a Julian Nagelsmann? Do they want a Luis Enrique? Do they want Jose Mourinho back? You know, what do they want to do? Which direction do they want to move in? Do they want to try and negotiate with Zinedine Zidane? So having Lampard at the helm for two months will be good. You know, he hopefully can bring a little bit more energy and structure back into this squad. They had a bad game to start out under Lampard, a limp 1-0 defeat against Wolves, but we'll see if they can bring it back a little bit over the next couple of weeks. They had the Champions League against Real Madrid this week. That's a scary game, no doubt about it. And I'm saying that as a Chelsea fan, so it'll be very interesting. Very interesting to see what Lampard can do for this team in the two months that he'll be there and it'll be very 
fascinating fascinating to see who they actually hire as the new Chelsea manager. But those are the updates that I have for you guys this time around. A pretty simple show, a straightforward show this time around. Next week, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into specific players, specific stats, how things are going with the new rule changes in the MLB, because there's a lot to talk about. We're seeing what feels like more offense than we've gotten in the past 10 years. And so that'll be a lot of fun to look at. And we'll try to jump into some other sports news as well that is it for now from me you guys we'll be back here tomorrow morning chris and myself for another episode of idiots in the news don't miss out on that don't miss out on our news episode on friday for a roundup of all the biggest news from the work week but until tomorrow morning you guys we'll see you later bye